Hello everyone, today we're learning the second reading for Parshas Vayishlach, where Yaakov sent messengers to angels to his brothers to see maybe peace, offering of peace, and he says that we came to your brother and he's coming with 400 men to fight you. So he prepared a gift, he, prepared, he prayed, he prepared a gift, prepared for war. First number 14, he spent the, that night there and selected a gift for Esau, his brother, from what he had. Again, this is where he was um, He was just uh, told, praying to God, and God uh, saying to God, didn't you tell me that you would protect me? Okay, what does it mean? Literally, one came to his hand, says Rashi. Um, he took, he gave um, precious stones that one puts in a pouch. Another explanation is he gave um, the non-consecrated part after tithing. He gave that to Asav from unholy parts of his possessions. 200, verse number 15, 200 she-goats with 20 he-goats, 200 ewes with 20 rams. Basically, from here we learn that each um, male received, based on how their mating process of how much, how many females, and from here we learn different laws with regards to um, people, husband and wife, um, obligatory marital duty, their husband to their wife, uh, people of leisure, Every day, physical laborers twice a week, donkey drivers once a week, and camel drivers once in 30 days, and sailors once in six months. Based on how far they live and how far they work, and so on and so forth. Um, 16. 30 nursing camels with their colts, 40 cows with 10 bulls, 20 she donkeys with 10 he donkeys. Uh, basically, 30 nursing camels on their cults with the Gadak explanation is Uvaneim, uh, it means Baneim, their builders, in other words, the males, a male for each female, but because a camel acts modestly when mating, the verse does not mention it openly. Ayarim are he donkeys. Verse 17, he gave them over to his servants, each herd by itself, and said to his servants, Go, ahead, go on ahead of me, but leave an interval between one herd and the next herd. In other words, says Rashi, each species forming a herd by itself. Go on ahead of me, distance of a day's travel or less, and I shall follow you. But leave an interval, in other words, place each herd before the other at a full eye's distance in order to satiate the eye of that wicked man, Esau, to amaze him with the great size of the gift. So Yaakov was great at marketing. Go to the windows of Macy's during the December time. He knew how to present the gift in a way that Esau would see how major it was. He commanded, verse number 18, he commanded the first one saying, When Esau, meets my, when Esau my brother meets you and asks you, asks you, saying, To whom do you belong? Where are you going? And for whom are you these animals before you? He says, Rashi, to whom do you belong? In other words, who sent you? Therefore, uncles translated, of whom are you? And me elafanecha means and these animals which are before you, whose are they? In other words, from um, basically nineteen, you shall reply, We belong to your servant Yaakov, and this is a gift sent to my 
for my master Esav and Yaakov himself is also coming right behind us. Um, says Rashi, answer the first question first and last question last. In the reply to what you ask, to whom do you belong to? I answer, I belong to our servant Yaakov. If, um, and what he asks, what is it for? It's, it's a gift for you. And Yaakov himself is following along. Verse number 20 also commanded the second group, the third group, and all those who are following the herd, saying, with these words, you shall speak to Esau when meeting him. Verse 21, you shall also say your servant Yaakov is also coming right behind us. For he said to us, let me appease him with the gift that precedes me, and, and after that I will face him. Maybe he will then receive me favorably. Says Rashi, let me appease him. In other words, let me annul his anger. 22 the gift went on ahead of gift went on ahead of him while he spent that night in the camp alpanav literally on his face in the same as is the same meaning as lifanov ahead of him similarly find cries of robbery and swindling are heard there before me alpanai and there's a medrash that explains and a good explanation is the alpanav signifies that Yaakov was also in a state of anger Panov can mean anger here because he needed to do all this. 23, he himself got up during the night, took his two wives, his two maidservants, and his 11 children and crossed the Yabuk River, the Yabuk Ford. Says Rashi, and where was Dina? He had put her in a chest and locked her in it, locked her in so that Esau should not cast his eyes upon her to marry her. Therefore, Yaakov was punished for keeping her away from his brother when she might have brought him back to the right path. And she fell in the hands of Shechem, as we'll learn later on. Yabok, this is the name of the river. 24, he took his family and led them across the stream and then moved his possessions across. Says Rashi, in other words, the animals and movable goods, he acted as a ferryman, taking them from one side and putting them on the other. 25, Yaakov was left by himself and a man wrestled with him until dawn. Um, says Rashi, why did he go back? Because he had forgotten some small jars and went back for them. A man wrestled with him. Menachem Metzorik explains this to mean a man covered himself in dust understanding in the sense of dust. In other words, they were raising dust with their feet through their movements. But in my opinion, it means Vayiskashri entangled himself um, with him, basically wrestled with him. And, and it is an Aramaic word, as in Basitabukibe, once they became attached to it. They basically intertwining it's usual for two people who are fighting in other in order to throw each other over then one hugs the other and twines his arms around him a rabbi's about memory explained that this man was esau's guardian angel 26 the man the man saw that he could not overcome him so he touched yaakov's upper thigh bone and thus yaakov's upper thigh bone was dislocated while he was wrestling with him Basically, the upper thigh bone, says Rashi, which is sunk into the hip bone. It's called kaf because the flesh that covers it. Um, basically, ladle has the form of a pot ladle. Vateka means... It became dislocated from its joint, similarly to... Um, this shows other examples of that. 27, the man then said, let me go, for it is already dawn. But Yaakov replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Says Rashi, let me go, for it's already dawn, and I must sing God's song of praise by day. That's what the angel said. Until you bless me, Rashi explains, in other words, admit to my, to my right to the blessings with which my father blessed me 
and to which Esav lays claim. 28, the man asked him, what is your name? He answered, and he answered Yaakov. 29, the man then said, it shall no longer be said that your name is Yaakov, but rather Yisrael, great one of God, for you have become great before God and among the, and among men, and you are and you overcame them. Says Rashi, no longer will they call you Yaakov. In other words, it shall no longer be said that the blessing came to you through deceit, the word Akva is in the word Yaakov, and trickery, but rather with nobility, Sarah, like the word Israel, and openly, for eventually the, the Holy One source of blessing will appear to you at Bethel, uh, Basel, and change your name, and there he, he will bless you, and I will be there and admit to your right to the blessing. Blessings to this verse, and to this the verse refers. He championed over the angel and overcame him. He wept and implored him. That's from the book Hosea. Whereas the angel wept and implored him, and what did he implore him? At, at Basel, God will meet you, and there He will speak with us. In other words, wait for me to bless you until God will speak with us there. But Yaakov did not wish to wait, and so the angel was forced to admit now to his blessing to write to his right to the blessings. And this is the meaning of, he then blessed him there, verse 30, implying that the angel was pleading with Yaakov to wait for him to bless him, but to this he did not agree. You were noble over over um, over God, with, over God and among men, in which you fought angels and men, Esau and Lavan, that's the men, and overcame them in your he overcame them. Verse 30, Yaakov questioned the man and said to him, Tell me, now your name, he replied, Why do you ask about my name? He then blessed him there. Why do you ask about my name, says Rashi? We do not have a fixed name. That's that's uh, angels, in other words. Our names change all depending on the nature of the command of the mission on which we are sent. And now for an insight into today's lesson. Baal Shem Tov has an insight and explains... Um, the Baal Shem Tov explains that uh, taught that basically ownership of a particular object is an indication that our souls are particularly connected to the sparks of divinity that sub, uh, that sustain that object. This is why we are drawn to certain objects and not to others, since we are naturally drawn to objects that are spiritually connected to us. By using these objects for a holy purpose, we reveal the godliness inherent in these objects. Until all of the world will reveal that with the coming of godliness within it, the coming of Mashiach immediately. Amen.